Hi, this is Jeremy Gritton, art director and story lead for Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and you're listening to the Xbox Expansion Pass. Welcome one, welcome all to episode 49 of the Xbox Expansion Pass, recorded on Sunday, September 13th, 2020. I am your host, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost. In this episode, we discuss the leak and subsequent reveal of the Xbox Series X, along with next-gen price points. PlayStation 5's showcase event is set to bring more information to gamers, and Ubisoft 4 disappoints. Enjoy. Yet another week of gaming is upon us and behind us. Welcome to XEP, discussing all things in the Gamerverse, as they pertain to the Xbox ecosystem. And we have got quite a bit to unpack in this episode. So many things I'm excited to talk to you about. But before we get into it, I want to say a quick word of thanks to several people who have brightened my past week in gaming. Uh, The first shout-out, of course, goes to the gentleman from Seasoned Gaming's BitCast for welcoming me onto the show. Big thank you to Ainsley and Dan for having me there to talk about all things Xbox and gaming from this past week. We, We broke down many of the topics that we'll go over today. But we did it with quite a few laughs and a good time. And then the other shout-out goes to HR Bomber, who was on that same panel with me. But it's always a pleasure to get to work with him and the crew from Fort Gaming and, and Wilmy's crew. It was a, a blast to talk to you guys, and thank you for brightening my past week for sure. No news was bigger news in this past week than the leak and subsequent reveal of the Xbox Series S confirming that Lockhart does indeed exist and it will go by the official name of the Xbox Series S. The price points, release date, and pre-order date for these next-gen systems have been revealed and confirmed by Microsoft and we've got plenty more to look forward to as they acknowledge that this is not their showcase event. They are reacting to rumors and we can look forward to more information to come uh, in the lead-up to this launch. However, we do know the price point, release date, and pre-order date for these next-gen systems. The Xbox Series S will be launching at $299, and the Xbox Series X will be launching at $499. That's right, a $300 and $500 entry point into next-gen is what it will take to get you into the Xbox ecosystem. You will be able to pre-order these devices on September 22nd, and they will release officially on the 10th of November. Could not be more excited. So much to break down. You must take a moment and applaud the Xbox PR team, and we're going to do that right now. Between the leak in the middle of the night, they responded with memes and a tongue-in-cheek comment or two, and within 24 hours, they officially confirmed the Xbox Series S to be real, codenamed Lockhart. It is indeed real with the Xbox Series S. They showcased the design and featured a video that showcases Jason Ronald uh, discussing what it is that makes the Xbox Series S worth your dollar, what distinct it from the Xbox Series X and reveals that they have more information to come. The Xbox Series S is a white design, whereas the Xbox Series X is a towered black design. The Xbox Series S is 60% smaller than the Series X, and I really dig the design. I think it's a great-looking console that's meant to be sitting horizontally, with the X being vertical tower if you're into that. Uh, And the major difference overall 
is that the Series S is not meant to be a 4K machine. They will absolutely have impressive visuals and displays that take you into next-gen by way of the Velocity architecture and the machine learning, which is mirrored from what is going to be over on the Xbox Series X. But they are not trying to output in 4K. And this caused a, a few rumblings and stirs and a lot of people wondering and speculating how that they will deal with uh, back compat because this is an all digital machine. Any game like the Xbox Series X, any game that can play on your Xbox One can play on your Xbox Series S or X device, including future games that are exclusive to Xbox's next gen. The difference will be resolutions primarily. There are more technical breakdowns and shows with better minds and more interested minds to take advantage of that discussion. That's not too much here, but the bottom line is if you're not uh, vastly interested in 4K, if your, your eyes cannot capture the full 4K, there's no reason for you to truly have an Xbox Series X next to it, at least based on the knowledge that we have right now. The Series S is an all-digital device, and the Series X will, of course, have that uh, UHD player, and, that, and there's another difference in that if you're, you're concerned there. But I feel at a $299 price point, the Xbox Series S is a fantastic machine. The showcase of the specs also reveals that perhaps the term teraflop is less important. The Series S does have fewer teraflops than the Xbox One X, which is interesting, but it does not tell nearly the full story. The One X is a 4K machine, and the Series S is not. Similar to the One S and the One X being um, 4K and not 4K alike, the Series S and X will do the same thing. I would say with a with the price point of $300 with the technology that is packed into the Series S it is the perfect machine to purchase as a gift to purchase as a Game Pass machine, to purchase as your second console. If you're dead set in on getting a PlayStation console, you want a PS5, awesome, that is amazing. Rock on and enjoy those exclusives. This is the perfect price point to buy in and have the Xbox Game Pass experience to try out uh, those Xbox exclusives, but to do it without breaking your wallet. If you're invested in a more premium experience, the Series X does indeed exist for you. And what better way to open your arms to new customers and returning customers by saying, hey, whatever you value, we've got a machine for you. It runs very counter to the 2013 messaging that was a very poorly worded response by Don Matrick. Well, if you don't want this, then we've got a machine for you. It's the Xbox 360. No, Microsoft has nullified that argument going into this next gen. I believe they've had a real proof in design with their, their recent Xbox One S and X designs. Uh, and then taking us into the series S and X, there's a lot to be confident about. Jason Ronald detailed this uh, wonderfully, and I re recommend you guys go seek out that video there. Do be wary and know, please, that there are leakers that are showing uh, what was intended to be the Xbox showcase event that included a lot of this information. Part of that is also out there in the ether, and we'll not be discussing that more until there are official reveals from Microsoft. Just know that it's out there if you're planning to do some research yourself. Microsoft revealed some pricing structures that will allow you to enter into NextGen as well. You can uh, take advantage of the all-access program with $0 down and incredible rates on financing. For $25 a month for over two years, you can get an Xbox Series S with Game Pass Ultimate, which is an incredible deal. And for $35 a month, you can do that exact same setup with the Xbox Series X. That is incredible. 
that does a wonderful job at being mindful of those who are price conscious, given that we are in a, a pandemic year, given that many economies around the world, not specific to any particular region, are suffering with job losses being a thing. Uh, it is similar to a lot of the phone purchasing plans. However, there is no loss of money. If you buy your Series S outright and you have Game Pass Ultimate for two years, the money equals out. The same being said for the Xbox Series X, and in some cases, cheaper which is rather impressive. I was not expecting that. So I, I have to say, from leak to reveal, Microsoft handled the Xbox Series S brilliantly and wonderfully. And in seeing it happen, I fell down to be very comfortable. The price points seem fair for the S and the X, respectively. And uh, I got to say, I will be buying in on the Xbox Series X uh, for sure. But if I was not 4K conscious, the Series S is immensely appealing. If I'm a Nintendo gamer and I'm curious about Game Pass, the Series S is immensely appealing. If, I look, if I'm a PlayStation guy, if I'm planning to get a PlayStation 5 as my primary console, as many of my friends are, rock on. There is no way, uh, there is no way to counter the current uh, breadth of IPs that, my, that Sony is putting out. But Microsoft brings a very appealing option of a second console pricing in at $300. Uh, I can't say enough about that. That's a brilliant bit of marketing there. Several other bits of information are revealed alongside this. We know that these new consoles are coming in on November 10th. Several other things are going to be available on November 10th. Perhaps most notable is that EA Play, formerly EA Access, now EA Play, will be included with Game Pass Ultimate at no additional cost, meaning all the EA games that are available in, in EA Access, many of the Star Wars games you love, Battlefront 2, uh, Titanfall 2 is in there, many of your Maddens, your FIFAs, NHLs, all of that is included in your Game Pass subscription when these new series, uh, series S and X consoles launch at no additional cost. What a brilliant maneuver by EA to get their, con their, their uh, software out there. And what an incredible get by Microsoft to have this now lumped in there with Game Pass, adding even more value to an already incredible uh, service. It's, it's nuts to me that Game Pass exists, that they're offering it at $15 a month for Ultimate. And in that subscription, you can play games like The Witcher, Arkham, Halo, Gears, uh, Forza, so many incredible games there. And then you also get xCloud, EA Access, now EA Play. You get Game Pass for PC. You get Xbox Live Gold. Uh, it's just, it's just, it leaves me speechless many a time to think that uh, the amount of value Microsoft is offering there and full credit to Nintendo and Sony because it's because of them that we now have this. Uh, when you're on your heels and you still want to win, you've got to, you've got to just applaud that attitude there. And man, we as gamers are better for it. Several other games were announced to be coming out on the 10th day and date. Uh, Ubisoft moved the Assassin's Creed Valhalla release date forward a week, meaning it's coming out sooner than expected so that it can launch alongside the Xbox Series S and X. Gears Tactics will now be a console day and date launch for the Xbox Series S and X. The Falconeer, the Watch Dogs Legion Series X upgrade, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Dirt 5, Tetris Effect, Connected, uh, more announcements to come. This release date's looking pretty good. The release lineup's looking pretty good given what we know of it and given what we already knew prior. There is no must-have game, I don't believe, for PlayStation 5 
or Xbox Series S and X at launch. That said, Miles Morales is looking great on the PlayStation side. Gears Tactics is a, is a good get. Really, Microsoft seems to be relying on that Game Pass philosophy, that value proposition in the absence of Halo. Uh, I would imagine Microsoft Flight Simulator becomes a launch window title. I think we talked about that quite extensively on last week's episode. But uh, it is it has been a whirlwind week, and we know far more than we did. There's a lot of reactions out there, and... Uh, the truth is I'm feeling pretty good about this. I wondered about how I'd feel about Lockhart. It, it really was something that I was struggling with two and three months ago. Is it a mistake? Is it not? Should you just release one console and do it at 400? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. Now, seeing what we know about PlayStation 5, seeing what we see about price points, and the fact that the Series S looks as cool as it does, looks as good as it does, that speaker joke notwithstanding, uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm all in on this. Xbox and Microsoft has nailed it and done the best they could possibly do, given that Halo is not there, given that there's no one single showcase piece. Uh, the reality is, if you're contemplating next-gen and money's tight and you don't want to take advantage of all access, there's no, there's no reason that you need to have a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series SX at launch. There's nothing to ha- that says you have to play this right now on this system. I think uh, I think you could be served to wait a little bit, and that's cool. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. It's weird because we all want the new Shiny. There's no doubt about that. But xCloud gives you a way to play a lot of those games. Game Pass for PC, play a lot of those games. Smart Delivery, Back and Pat, a way to play a lot of those games. So take that how you will. Just tip of the hat once again to the team at Microsoft for their reaction to this. I am very much looking forward to the next three weeks and what we see out of Microsoft, how they react to the PlayStation Showcase event, uh, and, and what information has yet to be revealed for sure. As much information as was revealed by Microsoft and with more to come, Sony revealed that the PlayStation 5 Showcase event will be taking place on September 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, where we expect to see gameplay, the reveal of the price for the the PlayStation 5 All Digital and PlayStation 5 proper, and the date for that release to be revealed. I'm very interested to see how Sony reacts to this. I must give all due credit to Sony, they allowed Xbox to handle this leak and have their moment without dropping news of this showcase. You know, at the same time, we're trying to steal the thunder there. They allowed the Series S to be revealed. Props to them because it was quite possible that we saw the PlayStation 5 uh, showcase announcement to coincide along along with the PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 25th anniversary, and that did not happen. Uh, I, as Mr. Babbitt has once said to me, it's not nearly as poetic as that. They don't typically think as poetically as we might as gamers on the outside looking in. That said, Sony allowed that moment to happen, and all credit to them. I really appreciate the social media approaches that all three of the major console makers have had in this past year because we see a lot of value and a lot of spending be a result of that. If you vilify yourself on social media, dollars get spent and ignored uh, in in the real world there. And I thought Microsoft and Sony have done a great job at playing nice in social media, hitting back and forth competitively but not cheaply, and that's cool. This event is taking place the day after the xCloud reveal. Don't think that's a big deal, really. I mean, are the X the X Cloud uh, going live with your Game Pass Ultimate service? I don't think there's anything poetically vicious in this release date at all in, in real talk. And I'm very interested to see 
how the extremely impressive specs of the PlayStation 5 are managed in cost. What is the cost going to be now that the Series S is $300? What do you do there? Do you go a four and $500 route, as I would expect them to be? Do you go a 350 route? Can you get that low with the all-digital PlayStation 5? Is it 450 and 550, as some people are speculating? Because the amount of technology in a PS5 uh, is very expensive, and they have packed some stuff in there, and it's just going to be interesting to watch them react to the three and five hundred dollar price points for the xbox set of devices uh, i'm very curious to see what they do especially because it will put microsoft on their back heels yet again the back and forth respectful combative back and forth seems awesome and it doesn't seem cheap there are rumors that final fantasy 16 will be showcased here it's a 40 minute show which is a bit on the short side there uh, I, I wonder do we see more vr stuff is it launch titles whatever it is it will force Microsoft to continue to evaluate their strategy and work to bring consumer quality products, and that's awesome. Uh, I'm curious where you guys land. A lot of stuff to unpack in all of this, and I feel like I'm almost going in circles because it's it's such an exciting time, and they are absolutely at war with one another in the best ways possible. So I'm curious, to any and all of you listening, tweet me at insipidghost, email me insipidghost at gmail.com, what are your thoughts? Are you landing in Xbox Series X? Are you getting an Xbox Series S? Is that your second console? What's your primary? Are you planning to buy a PlayStation 5 uh, depending on certain price points or others? Is it all digital? Does that matter to you going in? What are your thoughts? I am so curious to hear uh, what you guys think of it. I know many of you already wrote in and I'll read your comments in a bit, but let me know guys. I'm very curious there. I will very briefly address that Ubisoft 4 did indeed take place in this past week and was largely forgotten. Uh, I was not high on this show by any means. Nothing there really stood out as being impressive. Immortals Phoenix Rising, what was formerly Gods and Monsters, does look cool. There's an art style there that is very reminiscent of Breath of the Wild. Uh, and that could be fine for some people, not others. I was not thrilled in any way, shape, or form. But am I interested in playing the game? Yeah, yeah, I am. Riders Republic was showcased. This game looks to be kind of the spiritual spiritual sequel to Steep. Cool, I guess. I mean, they're mountain biking and, and uh, sky gliding. That looks neat in and of itself, but uh, cool. Nothing really did it for me. And I thought a very uh, lackluster showing for the Prince of Persia remake, which is now officially revealed as well. I would not have had this show if I was Ubisoft, I would have nixed an Ubisoft forward, not done it at all, and embedded my content over there with Xbox Series S and X or with PlayStation 5. I don't think Ubisoft should be showcasing their titles like this. Nothing seemed overly impressive, and I think they would have been better served to be alongside the bigger console reveals, but uh, maybe that's just me. I know some people were high on it. I was not. This is Paul Bettner, creator of New Super Lucky's Tale, and you're listening to the Xbox Expansion Pass. Quite a few of you writing in with similar questions this week, and I can't thank you enough for tweeting me at Ghost with your questions for the show. Famous Seamus and Assemble both writing in asking about the price point. We're going to go with Assemble's verbiage here. Uh, he says, with the Xbox Series S and X announced, do you think the general consumer will go for the S knowing that it does not have true 4K built in? The hardcore gamer cares and follows the news, but the average Joe gets the console at Christmas. Will the budget console be the big winner? 
Thanks. And Famous Seamus also writing in asking a very similar question to that. Uh, the bottom line, gentlemen, is I absolutely think the Xbox Series S will outsell the Series X long term. That first shipment, perhaps even the second for all the new systems, will sell out because that's what happens is people are interested in buy-in. But the Series S is going to be the big seller for Microsoft going forward. And they've articulated why they don't believe it will bottleneck much uh, and why they don't think that the Xbox Series S will hold the X back. Uh, but it doesn't matter. As you said, the general consumer cares about price point and they care about playing games. We've seen so many examples of that uh, in recent years. The Switch, of course, the Wii, all those games that, that run on, on underpowered systems. If it's fun, people will play it. If it's too expensive, people will not. Power has not sold Microsoft into first or even second place at this point with the Xbox One X, uh, lending far fewer units sold than the Xbox Series S. And that is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Series S is the big winner for Microsoft for the next two years to come easily. That price point is just, it's very giftable and it's approachable. And it's a perfect second system price. If you've already got a PS5 or you're a Switch person, there's no better way to get in than on a price point like that. Uh, and All Access does a great job at selling that as well. The, the other aspect of this is the 4K built-in. If your eyes see it, you'll notice a difference here and there, but from everything I gather, uh, it's not nearly as powerful an argument as we might think it is in our social media space, right? Hardcore gamers have what they're interested in. I want the best visuals possible. I'm getting a Series X. But the best visuals possible happen on Xbox Series X or really PC, but I still love Breath of the Wild. I still love playing games on, on lesser power consoles because the games are fun. And there's something to be said. I played God of War on a PS4 Slim, not a Pro. Still think it's the best game ever made. The 4K built-in does matter, but it does not matter to the masses. And that's the big difference. And I think that's why Microsoft has done what they've done. I think they want to hit into that, that more casual market, and this is a way to do that, alongside xCloud and a lot of their other uh, setups going in to attack this next gen. And it's a strategy that Sony is not imploring with the PlayStation 5. They've got digital and uh, they've got all digital and not, and that's it. That's what they're doing. That's what they are banking on. Uh, it'll be uh, very telling after we see the price points for PS5s. Uh, just how much the Series S will sell, but it's going to be a lot. Pack yourselves in there. Famous Seamus himself wrote in with a second question that I think is very interesting and brings up some moral issues, as Seamus is always good at doing. He says, Do you think game developers, the ones in the United States at least, should encourage their players to register to vote and sign up for a U.S. census in their games? Short answer, Famous Seamus, no. They should not do that in their games. If there's one thing that gamers have spoken loudly and clearly about is they don't want experiences from outside gaming to be put into their games. We talked last week about uh, advertisements being put into various EA games and how that was not received well. I think it would do more harm than, than good for a company to, to advocate that in their game coming out publicly on Twitter and social media spaces is not the same thing. We saw during Black Lives Matter, many a studio came out in a very heated and emotional social topic like that and offered support, rightly so in my opinion, to Black Lives Matter and acknowledging that, that people are equal and they need to be equally represented and, and treated fairly over any and all cases. 
That is fine for developers and publishers to use their voice and position to advocate equality, advocate social change towards uh, those equality movements. However, in-game, removing from a game experience, I think may do more harm than good for the arguments that they are putting forth. Uh, it remains to be seen. I've not yet seen any one company do that in-game. I could be very wrong. I would love to be wrong if we're being truthful. I would love to see social initiatives and, and mobilize the gaming community in a better way than they do currently. That said, uh, it's a difficult topic to broach and a stressful topic to discuss for many people that doesn't make it a bad topic it just means that they have to tread softly and carefully so that they don't do more harm than good to the message that they are trying to put forth now interestingly i watched a thread play out on my timeline between better man 77 crazy greek dude and one other gentleman whose name escapes me at the moment but it began with a comment from better man 77 which i'm going to read here he says not gonna lie, no matter what I read or hear, I'm still not sure if the upgrade from Series S from the One X is worth it, especially without a 4K TV. And that is a great question to ask. If you are currently ro rocking the discontinued Xbox One X, a powerful, capable 4K machine with more teraflops than an Xbox Series S, should you be considering up an, an upgrade? And the answer is yes. And it was articulated, I thought, very simply by Crazy Greek Dude, which is just funny for me to say uh, here in general. He says with bullet points, faster loading, ray tracing, 60 frames per second locked unless your 1080p can support 120 hertz, quick resume in multiple games. Uh, and then he talked about particle effects and lighting and draw, draw, draw distance and texture loading uh, as further supports to his argument. And I tend to agree with him, Better Man. I think it's a great question to ask. But the reality is, even with my Xbox One X, uh, my Gears One and my, my Scorpio Edition, they are struggling with a lot of games that are coming out recently in terms of load times and in terms of their display ratios there. And teraflops are, are not an end-all, be-all. It's kind of like asking, will a, a, will a V8 engine or a V6 run faster? Or better analogy, a four-cylinder or, or a, a six-cylinder car run better. It matters how the engine is designed and the other parts that are put into it and what type of fuel you're giving. There's a whole lot of, of ways that it works. The velocity architecture and the way that they're operating with quick, quick resume, I think make the Series S more enticing than, than keeping and holding on to your One X. I would upgrade if I needed to. If I, if I couldn't buy Series X or I didn't have a 4K TV, I would still upgrade to a Series S for those reasons. And I, I just I dig that architecture. I dig that quick, quick resume feature, and I want better loading. Like, I, I am appalled by the Avengers load times and quite a few other games that have come out recently. It's just frustrating to have uh, such long load times. The Series S alone is worth it for that reason. Uh, but in general, you're going to have better particle lighting. You're going to have uh, better particle effects. The draw distance will look great. And even without a 4K TV, you've got that machine-learned visual that is just going to be, I think, very valuable at showcasing what it is these developers are putting into these games two years from now, three years from now. Jason Ronald talked about one of the big things for, the, for Microsoft going forward is that they and their developers are coding and working for the Xbox Series X, and then they can scale back the resolution for the Series S. And that runs very counter to the way that Xbox One S and X operated. I would go with a Series S, bud. You, would, you should absolutely upgrade from the One X. 
Guys, that's going to do it for this week. Not a long show. Bottom line, Microsoft dominated the news cycle as we expect Sony to do next week. I really am celebrating a lot for Microsoft right now. There's a lot to be happy and proud of in the way their team has reacted. I will double down on that point. Very proud and pleased to see what they're offering. Plenty more to come. Very excited to see what games are are confirmed for launch window, for launch day, uh, perhaps into next year. That Xbox showcase is coming for now. Enjoy the good news uh, while it's happening. There's a lot of great vibes out there. Play some incredible games. I've got reviews for Amalur coming up for you, the Re-Reckoning. I've got reviews for an indie fighting game called Bounty Battle on the way as well. Uh, And a few more tricks up my sleeve for episodes to come you should be seeing some interviews popping soon as well guys if you're able to review the show please do i am three reviews on itunes away from my goal and i would love to see you guys take a moment and take some time out of your day on your pc or iDevice and just jump in there throw five stars down for xcp it means the world feel free to tweet me anytime insipid ghost over on twitter that's it for me have a wonderful day guys